Welcome to the Janesville Jamble. I'm Steve. I'm Nick. And this episode of the Janesville Jamble is brought to you by... Sizzlin' Grill, right up there on Franklin Street. That's right. Just kitty corner from the old corn exchange. Man, there's some good breakfasts had yeah, by... Spin around in those swivel chairs and wait for your steak and eggs to be brought to you out by Flo. Or Alice. Or... Vera. Mel's back <laughs> in there just yelling and screaming. Stow it! Remember that of course, we're talking thing. about the old show Alice, Alice from the 1980s. Early to bed, early to rise. In between, I cooked and I cleaned and I, I never knew why. We should just stick to our day jobs. I don't know if that's good some days for me, but hey, I agree. How you doing, Steve? Doing really well. Yeah, it's uh, so speaking. We of, are here live on the Jamble patio again. That's right. A little outdoors, beautiful night. Beautiful night. We got a nice sunset here. We got kids playing off in the distance not having to worry about school tomorrow we got birds chirping it's good to be alive it's summer in janesville gotta love it yeah i was just driving by the, the old lion's beach well it's still the lion's beach i suppose and it is there's a few people enjoying that of course it's been hotter lately and with this humid weather we've been having just kind of took me back to the old days where yeah it was more organized i'd say down there we had the piers out there you had the diving boards and Remember, you used to, I remember swimming out to the the center big oh. pier. It was like 150,000 degrees when you'd touch it. It was just so It was a metal oh, pier. Yeah, it was a metal pier, and it had that blue patio, outdoor patio carpet on it. Mm-hmm. And you had to pass your swim test, of course, to get out there. And yes. you, know, you had that, like a John boat, and they would kind of follow you because you had to swim from shore to the pier. You got like a quick se- few seconds to rest for a minute. Then you had to swim back. And you got the little uh, pass that you know you got to sew it to your. Well, I we weren't as as fancy as as you pin it. Did you safety pin it? I just pinned it. There you go. But do you remember? So you'd go out there and be on like one of these really hot days, and you'd swim out there with your friends, and then you would just you could always you would lay down on that pier, and you'd eventually dry up. And within 10 minutes mm-hmm. and you could kind of look in between kind of the the crevice on the pier and you could see pretty well you could fish swimming underneath I there know. and but then you know eventually it'd be three o'clock and every day at lion's beach at three o'clock we do a 15 minute rest period if you remember that blaring over mm-hmm. so you had to get off that pier and you had to swim back but the water was so cold because it was a spring is a spring fed right. uh you know and you were just oh you go first because you, you dip your foot in there it was a little chilly I don't want to dive in yet, but you just had to run and dive in and swim back. And man, so that was summer to me. I would swim back. Sometimes we'd go back to the the main beach house that way, but other times we would beeline to the diving boards. They had the the high dives there, which is where the the uh, the boat launch is now for Lion for Lions Beach or that you know the quantity not the Qantas Pond, but actually the beach area. And they had that high dive there, and we'd always beeline to the high dive. So we'd high dive after about 3.15. So that was always our our thing if we didn't want to go to did, the, the beach did, house. Did you, always, did you have your spot you'd always go to? Like when you got down there, like you'd always set up your yeah. camp, your towels yep. and everything. You always go into usually the, the same spot. So I, I did too, and um, I lived pretty close uh, to there, literally right up the hill. And uh, so if you remember when you went there, you had those three white piers where it's kind of the shallow area where a lot of the younger kids would play. Mm-hmm. And then if you're looking at it, you kind of went around to the left counterclockwise, and there was that lifeguard chair that was kind of on the sand. Yeah. 
that's where it started getting deeper. It's kind of that was like the divider from the young kids to the older kids, right? Because then that would get once you pass that chair, you got towards like the diving boards and where that middle pier. That's we would mm-hmm. kind of set base camp over by that chair. We'd always go um, as you walked through the the bath halls. We'd always veer right and go where the kind of the sand volleyball was. It's all weedy there. over there, and you always had like a lot of the like weeds. And yeah, well, we'd set our we just set our kind of up our in that stuff area, there, though. and then we'd go okay. swim. That's where our base would be. Yeah, so. I know exactly. I I used to get guppies over little minnows and stuff over that area because it wasn't as popular of a swimming area. You know, because it was a little more mucky over there, yep. and so you'd go over there with like a bucket and like a little net, and they the minnows would congregate over there, and you just scoop them and use we them for fishing. Or and whatever. we've jambled about this before, mm-hmm. but afterwards, we'd ride our bikes. We lived uh, up in Weathering Hills, the group that we went of course. with. Of course, you of did. course, I did. And uh, but before we'd head over, head back home, we'd stop at the BMX track. Which one, the Crazy Eights or the the original? The original. Actually, would do both because yeah. we'd have to you go. Had, you go by both of them, probably. Yeah, so we did the actual BMX track, which is now Rotary Gardens, yep. the Sunken Gardens, yep. specifically that area. Yep, and then we continue down Palmer Drive, and then we get into the uh, Crazy Eights area, which is now the Dog Run area, and then we soon to be actually another biking area. Yeah, on the other side of of the. Of the road. Yeah, it was stolen from us bikers by the dog owners, and you know, they stole that. I'm kidding. Really. Yeah, but no, you would ride, and people never really stopped riding bikes back then. No, I mean, I would ride, then we'd, we'd go underneath the interstate. Make a lot of people irritating. I'd get it, you know, because yeah. you're walking your dog, and, but, you know, there are plenty of dog parks, you know. But still, I, I yep. can get it. you got to be able to coexist, though. So we'd go underneath the interstate, uh, and then come up on Royal, Royal Road, and then head on home so that was our our path every day and then we would more than likely we'd stop at palmer park because we didn't have enough swimming and then we'd go down those you know 30 foot slides metal slides into like a foot and a half of water yes and you went like 45 miles an hour man it was crazy (laughs) that was so much fun and then we then we'd head home it always seems so much bigger than it probably was of course you were a lot younger but you know it just you would move down those and oh, can you think about that i mean so this is we were nine ten maybe well, and then a little bit older but we were doing this at nine and ten years old yeah can you imagine today's riding, world there's no way you're gonna ride your bike at nine years old from Wuthering hills to lions beach well oh, there's a without a bike trail <laughs> or at least, i mean parents out there would you let your nine-year-old do that Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's a different I, world now. Different world. I mean, but is it really? That's a question for you. Is it really a different world, or do we just think it's more scary than it really was? Because yeah. all the stuff that happens now happened back then. It did. There was, but maybe it wasn't reported like it is now. I don't. You know, is that a media thing, or is that a, or is it more dangerous? I mean, yes and no in some things, but just in general, like, here's the question. Now it's a technology question, I guess. But how many kids are ever even outside playing anymore? Like back in the day, right? This is the cliche. We were outside all day until the streetlights came on. But I mean, there's kids, right? If you house down, you can hear them playing now. But I mean, when it seems like when I was younger, the whole neighborhood, everybody was outside. We'd be playing either baseball in the backyard. We'd be playing stickball. We'd we'd be screwing around. We actually had, I'll never forget. Flashlight tag. But then, you know, there came that time when. Motion lights came out because before when I, I, we were kids, motion lights didn't exist. 
and then you know when they got created you know you know flashlight tag you know, mm-hmm. got to go to jail or ghoul or whatever it is we call, yeah. we call the jailbreak we always and we, the so, ghoul would always be over in, in the Bainings backyard on Beacon Hill Drive okay yeah so we we would draw little maps of the neighborhood and but you always had that house that had the motion light and turn on now we you, weren't fancy enough for that but we nowadays, were in the poor I mean, area i don't even i mean you know, you'd almost have to really know your neighbors and, and go and you're go on a ring. You're on ring at every. <laughs> well, you're on every ring doorbell, <laughs> right? And if you don't know your neighbors, are they thinking some you're a prowler, or it was just kids outside playing flashlight tag? You know, it just you know, to my knowledge, the police were never called when we were playing flashlight tag. Of course, we were and we were hiding in people's trees and bushes around their property, and we never asked for permission. Probably should have. Uh, but you know, my friends lived a couple houses down, so the houses in between our houses we still used. Yeah. But and but it was kind of like it was accepted. But anyway. Yeah, it was. We've d- we've discussed a that different, before. A different time. Different time. Oh, I tell you what, what what's the statute of limitations? I wonder on stuff you did as a kid. I don't think there is. <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna be quiet then because we just had a lot of fun. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun lately. We were downtown for uh, Janice's grand. Well, it yeah, was it, was a soft, it was a it was soft opening. soft openings. It was wonderful. And, you know, Joshua, if you're listening, thank still you. looking for the, yeah, thank you, and still trying to find that Jambo Red that you promised us yeah. a few uh, episodes. I uh, haven't seen it down there, surprisingly enough. Yeah, we, we, we thought for certain that it would be the first you know, first mean, list on the, on the wine list. I mean, the just the list. name alone, Jambo Red, is intriguing. You'd think that it'd be the number one seller. Of course, Maybe the idea of engaging in inconsequential wine drinking is probably not the best idea for something going on to a brand new restaurant down. So maybe they don't want to serve that. Hey, but you know, we're downtown, gritty, Janesville, former legends. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? But that was a fun night. And uh, it was really so it, did, it did, is a former legend. We did try the uh, Janisa house wine, it was really and good. I did, and we did find out why Chianti. Is packaged, you know, it's got the little kind of straw, kind of the bottles different than any other bottle, right? We a we lot of people were asking. A lot of people, you want to, if you want to know why that Chianti has always got like that straw kind of wrapped enclosure on it, it's for packaging. It's all for packaging. Yep. So they all fit better in the box. They seat. Way. They go up, they, upside down, right side up, yep. and they, they has seat right in. Nothing to do with. Uh, any kind of that's how the Italians drank wine back in the day in Italy or anything like that. It just only has to do with packaging. So we we Go were there. Figure. Yeah, I mean we were there and it was um, it was just a, a really nice night. You can see what that place that place is really going to be a, a wonderful place for folks to come together, enjoy a cocktail or three, and have some really great food. Um, our uh, our wives, our spouses were with us, and uh, they gave a thumbs up to the meatballs, uh, amongst other things. I mean, it was just a a great night had by all. A lot of good friends. Um, it was just a good time, and and personally, it was uh, great to see the owner of Genisa, Greg Hughes, you know, just giving back to the community and and pouring time, talent, resources into this community. I mean, this can't be an inexpensive endeavor. And um, to see what he's putting together and then not only putting together, but being there and interacting with everyone, that was just a cool night. It was, and I agree with you. I think, uh, you know, what I liked the most about it was there are a few of those restaurants and venues downtown that you're seeing. And 
Uh, you know, I've said it before on the Jamble that one of my pet peeves of Janesville, although it's great to have a business, I'll just, but we've got a lot of chains in Janesville mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. the point where I've joked before and called it Chainsville instead of Janesville, right? And How dare and you? And again, <laughs> look, you know, they have their place. I'm not going to say, I mean, I'd much rather have a chain restaurant than an empty vacant building, okay? But... You know, what I liked the most about going down there, Genius, it was beautiful. I knew it was going to look great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they're not done yet. And it's going to, you know, they got a little bit more left to go. But what I liked the most about it is that it, it was its own place. It was, wasn't you it? You know, so, and I guess the best right. thing I can explain Genisa too is that, you know, it, if you go to O'Reilly and Conway's, which I'd argue is the unofficial Jamble headquarters. It currently is. Right. Uh, you're not going to have... There is no other O'Reilly and Conway's, right? That Irish pub theme in Janesville. So when you go in there, it's like... And we talked about this with Joe Corna, the owner, that you feel like you're transported to some other place. Like, you don't feel necessarily like you're in Janesville because it's just the atmosphere. When we were in Janissa, I felt a very similar connection with so that. So true. That it, you know, and again, nothing against any of the other businesses. They're all great, and they all have their own purposes, too. But this was just a little bit different that it, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, there isn't anything like that in town, which is nice. And it's a nice option to have that. Um, and it's especially great for the downtown because that's, I think, downtown Janesville, Inc., you know, the business owners, that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to get those places that you're, it's a one of a kind. You're not going to get that on the north side. You're going to get more of the chains up here. And again, they're great. They have their place. I love Buffalo Wild Wings. I love, uh, you know, Culver's is great and they have their place, right? But, sure. you know, if you want that change, you want that, uh, that uniqueness, that's, that's what it really should be. So that was a lot of fun. And like you said, um, uh, Mr. Hughes, um, uh, he was there and was very kind to come over and talk with us and he didn't have to and um, you know it, he seemed very welcoming and very eager excited and uh, it was know. a neat book uh, you cool. could tell it, there was um, a lot of personal uh, equity well, in, into this this uh, to me, endeavor to me well 100% because if you go in there the first thing you look at <laughs> when you right. walk in is essentially a photo of his mother and it was a uh, a bunch of I don't know what the term is for that, but it's where it's a bunch of it's like a uh, like like George Surratt who did that famous painting in Chicago mm-hmm. with pointillism. You're right. You know, where it's like a bunch of little photos. It makes the big photo from a distance that you kind of see. Ferris Bueller. That's what it seemed like it was. Yeah. Uh, that, as, so to me, the Janissa obviously it's in the name. I believe as his mother's name. I th- yes. think. Uh, it's a it's a tribute to her and an honor her by creating this and, and you see that and, and, and those little things like that. And one of the neat things I thought um, at least that I experienced on uh, that Friday night going in is that there were other folks I mean there were a lot of people there it was it was great to see everybody um, but the former owner of Legends Tim Millie. Tim yeah Tim, Tim Millis Jody Millie, and, Millie everybody knows him as Millie yeah Millie Tim and Jody were there and um can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah, go Since ahead. you mentioned Millie, uh, I want to know if, if Janice is going to have Looney Juice. Do you remember that? Yeah. Did I, you ever I, order I, don't, that I don't think at so. Legends? Yeah, I don't think so. 
<laughs> they always had, you had to order it, you had to know that they had it. It was kept under the bar. It was this own little, I guess, WAP concoction. It was a green liquid, and it was always served in a mason jar or something like that. And guaranteed, it was like lime vodka. Should talk Nori, to my brother. Else. My brother good. worked. My brother worked there for. But that was kind of one of those unofficial staples. Of yeah, legends. I should ask what it, but that was actually made of. I, Tim, I, Tim, if you're out there, I, peach schnapps I know is in there. Midori, or lime vodka for sure. Probably like some lemonade. I don't know, yeah. but I know one of the bar. It, it was pretty secret. Even the a lot of the bartenders didn't even really know because they weren't told. Well, we can probably ask now because it's. Well, I, Lindsay. Uh, works at she's now one of works in with Janice and that she was also, the other thing yep and they do they have a few of their staff yeah. which is kind of cool from Legends um, working at Janice now so that that's cool um, you know so and, and and that's another thing their staff at Janice um, is it Isaac I think he was the gentleman that was a thumbs up uh, to Isaac he, talk about a hard worker and he, you know he was just had good attitude and yep um, was just happy to be there. And they were all hustling and, that night. Yeah, and, I, and that's tough because, you know, it's not like, you know, I mean, you have brand new staff and you haven't worked with all these people together and you haven't really found your niche yet. And everyone seemed to be, at least what I could see, I mean. They did what they needed to do. Like and they it were sounds... working well together and it was a, a fun night. And, and according to at least the Facebook page on Janisa, I think Joshua updated that, I think. They're trying to be open officially on the 29th, so coming up here, uh, we're recording this uh, on a Sunday evening, the 27th, I think it is. So um, later on this week, it sounds like, fingers crossed, everything should be, uh, T's should be crossed, I should be dotted on the inspections, and uh, the city of Janesville can uh, open Janisa uh, up and uh, welcome them with open arms. So Fourth of July is coming up. Uh, Fourth of July. It's a little back to normal. I know last year, kind of around the fourth, it was just everything was completely different. And you know, I mean, we are, are, we are. But you know, things are, you know, there still isn't like new life. They used to do the Freedom Fest, and I know there's more uh, to that than just COVID. I mean, they lost their their um, their lead pastor um, uh, left for other opportunities, and the same with the family pastor and. I know the involvement and the need of that, and um, yeah, you couldn't do that in the situation that they're currently in. And who knows? Are they going to be back? I'd lobby for one more. Let's go out with a bang, uh, literally. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot to of think, stuff. And we were talking about that. You know, is the city doing fireworks still? Down so the city isn't, but the, um, the Rock Aqua Jays are doing the uh, Independence on the Rock again this year yeah. on the fourth. So they're doing their. Man, the Aqua Jays, they're... Can I... Can I so I'm a jamble here. I'm in, it switch from topic to topic. I went to their show first time in about a year and a half. Those guys are amazing. It, it was just a great show. Well, they start training in, like, late... Well, mid-spring, I want to say. At least back when I was... I started getting involved with them a little bit when I was younger. And that is such a great organization and Dave Raisin is one of the key guys down there and Joe Williams as well um, and you know, they're such a organized group such a great group and you know they they usually do their dry land at they used to always do it at CSA, CSA Kids. I think so and that's kind of like getting used with like pyramid building and obviously you can't get on the water yet but you know some of that stuff with the climbing and you know getting used to and they have they, they have ropes you're still holding on to, but they're like tied up. So and it sounded like you you know a lot about this. So question: 
My question to you, have you ever gone over the jump? Legally, not just like when you're screwing around no, I and you're not supposed I, to. I went over once. I thought we jammed about this before, but it's I don't think so. I think you and I have talked I about this. So when I was involved with them, it was, you know, it was one of those things that I wish I would have done younger. Uh, we never had a boat or anything growing up. We weren't on the water at all. We went to shows and stuff, but um, never really got involved. Wish it was. I kind of want to get the boys, my boys into it now, but. Um, no, I, I, I got into it when I was probably in my late 20s, I want to say, and uh, mid to late 20s. And, uh, you know, the first thing, you know, I kind of went down, I helped out a little bit on, like, a safety boat and, you know, went to some of the dry land stuff I was talking about. And then, you know, the first thing they were going to try to get me going, because you, could, you can always use guys to do for, like, conventional doubles, was the one where... They got you to squat and just hold they, on and don't yeah, fall. Yeah, and they gave you the um, the really big wooden board skis that you see at the guys that are wearing on the bottom of the pyramids, right? Mm-hmm. Because from what someone told me, and I was again, it wasn't really a big water skier ever, you can't, like, jump skis or any other just general water skis. You don't really steer those. You don't really... You just float and stand on them. Stand up. The boat will turn, and you just go with the boat because... They're so heavy, and you're not doing. They're just meant to be able to support more weight, hence why they're on the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah. And uh, so I'd never worn anything that. It's basically like putting two by twelves on your, your feet and going to try to get in the water. And uh, so they're like, "Yeah, grab some of those skis." And uh, I don't even remember what the girl's name was years ago. They're like, "Let's just call her Jennifer." I don't know. And uh, they're like, Jennifer, come on over here. Okay, so she's gonna like do a dock start. Uh, you know, so basically a dock start is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the one or two times I went where I was just by myself and I sat down on the dock and held the slack rope with my left hand and I hold on the rope and they're telling you, okay, when the boat goes, you know, throw your end rope and kind of hold it in like big Superman chest was kind of almost like, you know, because it's going to pull you. So you want it, it's for, and, you know, it took a few times where I went face plant in the water right away. And, uh, but then when I kind of got that, they're like, all right, now they felt comfortable enough. They wanted to have me do what they actually do. Again, hats off to, all the aqua jays because it's not as amateur easy as and maybe no money guys, yeah it's very tough so uh i think she was like a seven or eight year old <laughs> poor kid yeah <laughs> she got wet a few times let's just put it that way because it's definitely a uh it's the gravity it's the weight right and that it's just your and i mean she's probably only like 60 pounds still but you know and she's kind of so she's on my shoulders and i'm getting ready to do that seated dock start and um you know she's got her feet kind of wrapped around the so she's not going anywhere unless i go down and one again one or two times i kind of went face forward i'm like i felt really bad because you know soaked her like i'm sorry she's like no big deal like she had such a great six years old no problem i got wet all right you know she didn't care and then so like that third time maybe it it worked where i got up going and we went all the way down to memorial Mm -hmm. bridge and then turned around and then came back along the backside of the jump, and then turned around close to the railroad trestle bridge over there. And, came, and then she's like doing her whole routine thing that they do. Right. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> like, okay, whoa, <laughs> what are you doing up there? Now. <laughs> and uh, then, then she kind of comes down, and then she stands on your skis, and then you just kind of float in. Well, of course, I didn't let go of the, I let go of too early <laughs> with the ropes on our way out. So we're swimming by the, we're by the. swimming back in. Yeah, you gotta let it. But no, uh, but when it, so we did that, and then, um, I don't know if it was that same day or not, if it was a different day where, like, you want to go to the jump? And well, know, yeah. Now I, well, <laughs> the thirteen-year-old self is like, yeah, yeah. of course. I'm like, 
why not? So, you know, you got, you put on all the stuff you need. You got jump skis, which, you know. Are not the two by 12. Skis you can actually steer. And, um, you know, you put a helmet on, obviously. And um, they're telling you that, okay, when you go up this now, they're basically telling me that the, the jump itself is more slipperier than the water. Okay. If you can, believe, if you can understand that. Yeah, I can understand that, it, but I've never done it. So. Yeah, so they're like, because when you hit that, your skis going to want to, like, you know, go out like a snowplow, like push out, okay. right? Because it's a lot more, it's slick surface. And uh, so you really have to, you know, hold your line like this. I'm like, okay. And I'm now I'm starting to kind of maybe regret this idea. So I did the dock start. Actually, no, it was a. I think it was like, maybe, I don't, maybe it wasn't a, either it was a dock start or it was a, they pulled you off the dock, I don't know, it's probably just a seated dock start. And then, so you went down, and uh, by the memorial, turns around, and now they're picking up some speed. And now I'm you thinking, realize you're actually going to do this. And I'm like, this is not going to end well, but whatever, it is what it is, it's going to be fun. Yeah. And uh, so I hit it, and like you said, my skis went right out to the side, and it, I kind of leaned back, but then it pulled me forward. Because you're going up. Basically, and it, I pretty much did like a swan dive. <laughs> <laughs> I went up over the jump, for sure. I didn't crash into it or anything like that. I went up over it because I held onto the rope. But then I pretty much, my body, the way I was all, I swan dived it after I got over and crashed. Basically, belly flopped over the oh. jump. Luckily, I didn't get hurt. But that was my first and last time ever going over that. And uh, I did hear a story a guy I went to high school with who, if I remember correctly... He was long-time skier. He ended up breaking his leg. Well, I've heard on that right. once because yeah. I think he was doing like a somersault on the jump team. Legs, and he knees, broke his hips. Femur. He broke his femur. Again, and, and that is let's the, put this in perspective. No, his femur is your we, we go your down, thigh bone, so the biggest bone in your body. And here's the here's the thing, from what I was told, uh, this is from a third party who was also on. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I think. Uh, he said that yeah when you know he he broke his leg he came up to and I, but he didn't realize how much painful it was so he literally got out of the water because of the with the gravity yeah. and with the water didn't know because the water and, was pulling so, it and so he got out and then the weight and it's like ah and then but so it's they don't you, you don't mess around I mean that's a lot and if you're know. in Janesville you kind of take well you do you take sometimes the aquajays for granted um, but what they do. Is, they're professionals. They are. They are. But, Absolutely. But they're not. I mean, they don't get paid. They're professionals in their club and in their organization, and they're just not paid. It's like pro bono water skiers. And here's. But they're professional. And here's. But they're so down to earth. So, I've gotten to know uh, yeah. Brian Cullen over the years, mm-hmm. and um, his brother Todd actually helped my dad out, and we. So, back in the '90s, when they'd have um, nationals. Dad always. I think that was this weekend. Uh, no, it was Mercury, Mercury Marine this yep. weekend. So we were down. What? So, anyways, I got to know them over the years. Yeah. And we went down last weekend, and it was a it was a sparse show because the weather was coming yeah, in, it and they actually a little rainy. It, yeah. it and it rained pretty hard. They got the show in, but uh, here here's kind of the the fun thing. So my daughter's 17 years old, and. She still wants to go down to the Aquaje show with me, so I will go whenever. Well, unless she's going with her boyfriend, um, going down to the Aquaje show, and she happened to be down there, and we were sitting there, and obviously we were right in front where we usually sit, and I haven't been down there, like most people haven't been down there in a year and a half, and Brian looks up, 
oh, Steve, haven't seen you in a while, in the middle of the show. And she's like, oh, Dad, <laughs> even when you're not trying to embarrass me, you embarrass me. And I'm like, oh, I did, I did my job. Yeah. So, But that was just kind of those, you know. And it looked like, from what I could tell with the pictures, I haven't been to a show yet this year. We, we were, uh, I was thinking about going this last weekend, but we just... Uh, got I like it goes. We always got something sidetracked and stuff. But it looked like they have a Toy Story. It theme. is a great theme. Yeah. So if you've got kids and you're looking for something, have you been to down? Do, well, we are going to be going down in the next few weeks for sure. Go we haven't Wednesday gone night. this year. What's that? What are you doing Wednesday night? Oh, the. We'll, we'll do it in a couple weeks. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that theme's got you got to love it. I mean, they always have good things. But getting back to what a great group they are, and I know we spent a lot of time talking about them, but they deserve it, and we should get. Dave Raisin or somebody involved with Brian, Jay's Brian or, or Todd, a former. Yeah, yeah it's possible. Todd Cullen. Oh um, yeah. You know to really talk about you know their what goes into this. I mean we're just hitting the surface. You know I can't even imagine. So much more. Yeah. But um, they you know we talked about what a great group they are, but there's so much that they do just even beyond uh, water ski shows. Uh, I don't know if they still do this. I they used to. I don't think they did in the last year or two, but the Fright Factory. The yeah, Haunted House they used didn't to. Didn't they do it? I think they switched that to the Haunted Train. Is that what? Okay, but to, for years maybe. it was always, and obviously that was a fundraising program. Right. Um, but again, they're still providing some type of entertainment mm-hmm. outside of their normal season for the community. Yeah. And that also takes me to a story because that year I was involved with them, I got to work in that. So if you ever get a chance to actually work in a haunted house, I 100% strongly recommend doing that uh, because it, it's just so much fun, to, and especially scaring people. Uh, and my wife, who at the time, I think, I'm sure if we were, we were just dating at that point. We weren't married yet, but I... Joel is uh, Joel Williams was kind of like the voice doing all the creepy. You know, we had like boat driver Joel. Yeah, boat driver Joel, uh, which I believe he just retired in this last year from GM. He was yeah. one of the GM transfers. He transferred out to uh, Michigan. I think he was over there, wow. and uh, I think he just retired. So congratulations on your retirement, Joel. I'm glad to have you back here. Yeah, you know, Jamesville's glad to have you here and driving for the Aqua Jays because that just. You know, hats off for having to do that. But, uh, you know, he so he was like the MC of the haunted house. So, you know, you would, he would be like, we're going to scare, you know, he he was the voice, you know, th- as you're going throughout. And this was at the old Schuler's Furniture Factory, and there was MMPRs in there now. Over by, down at the old panoramic, down Correct. by the river. Yep, um, yep. just yeah. next to Van Gelder. Past Monterey Hotel yep. and all that, or Monterey It's like Riverside, Park. Yeah. Riverside Street, I think. Yeah, yeah. It? Yep. And uh, so, you know, they had cameras throughout, obviously, and, you know, my wife and we'll, we were going through, and so he saw us in line coming in, so he was calling her name out <laughs> while we're like... You know, and you are just dating. He would just call her name out, like, we're coming for you, and he would say her name, you know, we're going to get you, and say her name, and of course I knew well, Aaron Scholzo is another member, yeah. and a uh, long time good guy. And he was playing the role of Leatherface, and, or Jason, with the chainsaw. You always have the chainsaw guy in the haunted house, right? Every haunted either house. Either Jason mask or Leatherface mask. And he knew, so he was, so he, not only was he chasing her, like, throughout the haunted house, but then when you get outside, he runs outside in the parking lot, and he's chasing her into the parking lot. Oh. Like, he's like, ah! And he's... Yeah, and it, it she, makes for a good. And story. she still so, married you. And she's still stuck with me. Yeah, haunted house and all. Hey, listen to that executive what? producer pipes up? in. Look at this. They're too shy to get on. I, I don't know. know why that is. I mean, they married I'm, us, 
so they can't be that shy. <laughs> or embarrassed, one of the two. That's true. Opposites attract. There we go. But so, um, yeah, no, anyway, great, great group, so go yeah. and see a water ski show. And especially this weekend, coming up, 4th of July weekend, they have the uh, Independence on the Rock. It's a fundraiser for them. It's 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 the boat is that like the boat race with the little no what was that that was the dragon that's the dragons on the yeah so as 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 much as i love hands down freedom fest fireworks are the best in the area i mean kurt overturf does an incredible job with those but if you want to experience the boom of a firework just the physical boom in the chest the river valley you have to go well and, and see I'm gonna disagree it. with you about the best in there. I argue that their fireworks down on the rock oh are my better. Gosh, it's horrible. No, you're this is no, a, but here's crazy. why. This is no, oh, well listen to that. She even piped up. That's crazy. No, first of all, you're biased and uh, No, I've no, seen them both. Okay. Well but you're biased because you also go to I've seen them both church in the area. Yeah, but you got a little bit of bias there. I've seen them both. I, I respect nothing against opinion. nothing but against the, the fireworks here, downtown. Let me, let me explain why I like them best. And you can like whatever one you that's fine. I like them best because I, I look like you said, the valley area with that boom, the echoes. It really just accentuates that sound. Maybe the show over at New Life was longer, and maybe there were more fireworks. But Isn't that what a fireworks show is about? Is it quantity or quality? Yeah, and or they both. hit both. They didn't give you that boom like I saw down there, and, and they also didn't have like. The moon in the background because you suck because you're facing and you had the, oh the atmosphere. Gosh. I don't know. And we used to, what I loved about so we used to live over uh, off of Memorial and we would literally just walk a couple blocks down the street because they block off traffic yeah, you right. can, and you can sit right on the bridge. That was just a cool sight just to yeah. kind of be there. And we may um, have to go back and on just Sunday but, the fourth. But, but the thing again with the echo is just there were so there's, many people down there. It's just that and, boom. and you would hear boom and it would echo. But then you'd hear that not only that, but you'd hear the crowd. <sighs> like it was just like it got you going. It, it got the blood pumping. It, it was cool. But yeah. I, I'm not knocking um, freedom. Yeah, it sounds like you are. I just my own personal opinion. I mean, I'm glad. Uh, I mean, where we live now, where we were able to kind of see that, and mm. it's a nightmare to get out of there, of course. But it's a nightmare to get out of any, any big place. thing. But I just, you know, it's nice that the community has options, and that's a great thing. It's you know, back. Back we're, in the day, it was like Chopier was always the big firework. <sighs> I love that. And then even Milton was at one point better Which, than all of the ones this is before freedom fest i think they're doing them. a they're doing a uh, weekend yeah. event I'm, they're doing the, a weekend event and then they have the parade again yeah. in milton at noon or one it's all good yeah so, so. it's there are things going on so um, you know it's a little bit it's better than last year we're working our, we're <laughs> yeah, working our way back last year we're working our way back but you know go on you know go on james there's plenty of facebook sites uh there's events to, events to go to yeah if you if you keep if you continue to say there's nothing to do in Janesville, you're not looking because right. there's a ton to do right uh, tons or you're a millennial oh listen to that or you're a millennial boy but, executive producer geez, popped in right thing, in here first thing and that's just just digging on the millennials. Right. Wow. I don't think, that, you know. Maybe even the geriatric millennials, which is a thing, yeah. by the way, uh, Jamble listeners. So we'll get into that maybe in another day with uh, another executive producer. But we, uh, we're we jambling late here. Looks like the, uh, the gated well, community is... Let me ask you one thing well, since oh, okay, real quick, because we were talking about fireworks that... Have you, known, have you heard a lot of fireworks in your neighborhood? Yes. See, we haven't. 
here where I'm at. And in years past, it was like every night you're in boom, boom. Yeah, that's where you're in. I'm we not, don't live that far from each other. No, we don't. I'm, but uh, but I'm not hearing anything. Like last night, somebody lit one off, but I I think it was because there was a graduation party for their yeah. child. Uh, but I don't really haven't heard anything yet. Maybe this weekend it gets going. Yeah, it's nuts, been but, for yeah. about two weeks. It's been pretty consistent. But, and you know, you'd heard that there was probably less fireworks being sold this year because of everything with the supply chain stuff. Yeah, I can imagine that. uh, I didn't know if that was just because of that or just people aren't minding that or maybe it just depends on where you live. But it seems like here where I'm at, and I've been here for six years where I'm living now, and I've had a little bit more, but it seems like a little less this year. I'm not saying saying that I missed that sound, but... In the 19 years I've been where I'm at, which is not that far from here, Mm -hmm. it it kind of mixes in the middle of you know the years you know it, but it's definitely what been, are you hearing just the, the like no it's the like big it's the bigger booms and honestly maybe yeah it's right, bottle it's, rockets like bottle rockets i hate because it's some of the bigger rockets, thumps they don't even do anything they just yeah like it doesn't you know like fountains are cool yeah they're maybe kid fireworks but the big things just go boom and it doesn't have any kind of like show to it yeah. just like a like a pop like, yep. what is the point of that? That drives me crazy. Like, the bottle rockets, I hate those. Yeah. Well, those are cheap as a kid, and you could get them. Right. And we let them off from our mailbox, so. In your mailbox. <laughs> That's a story for another day as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, get out and do something, Janesville. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, be safe. Um, you know, but, you know, have fun. Have fun, and get we out. have... A lot of stuff coming Lizzie up. out. Check a water ski show out. Yeah, do take a look at see what's going on in Janesville. There's like you said, there's a lot of things going on. We've just cut, talked about a couple things, but you know, what for whatever whatever your your thing is, I'm sure there's something going on with the holiday. Yeah. Up. So when you see Woody, aka Brian Cullen, down there uh, next time you're there, it's some the Jamble sent you, and he'll have no idea what he's talking what you're talking about, but I'll let him know. Soon. The Janesville Jamble. Right. You know what we need to do is we need to, you know, write a check one of these years and just get a Janesville Jamble banner on the jump. That would be the best thing ever. <laughs> <That'll never laughs> that would be the best thing ever. Uh, I, take off the Mercury banner that you got out here. Who cares about We can Mercury. support that, you know, $150,000 boat. Yeah, no James problem. Or maybe, at the very least, we should have the Janesville Jamble on one of the boats. Like the safety boat. <laughs> <laughs> safety boat is, yeah. I don't think the safety boat's even sponsored. How about sponsored. the Janesville Jambo microphone stand? Like Brian's microphone stand could have a little, like, cardboard thing on it. Yeah. So any any Jamble Aqua Jay's uh, members the or... official Rock Aqua Jay microphone stand. I think we need, Jambo. yeah. What do you think? Woody, Woody, let's take care of that. I think it could be done. Yeah, we had a lot for of for a check of five hundred dollars, but <laughs> of it could course. Be done. But I'm happy to write it because that's a good group. Yeah. So can I get five hundred dollars, by the way, from you, executive producer? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, no you're, problem. You're to there, Gainesville. So we had a lot of things going on. So we mentioned a couple names. We are working. Oh, on some by the channels. way, shout out to uh, Rocco down at Rock County Brewing for having oh, the yeah. salute to the ninety-nine. That's what we're, we're doing right now. We're, yes, we're we drinking are consuming that. that beverage right now, and it is very good. It's very good, and thank you and get for many reasons. Well, you can because he's also got a salty peach Ooh. on tap. And I don't even on tap. still do. You can't get crawlers to go, but you can get crawlers for a lot of other good things. And we have, we, we had to make other arrangements. <laughs> we, we, we got we him are, on the we list. We are working on that one. I had sent him a message um, tonight, so... 
We'll see if we can't get something here scheduled, and we'll get that up. That'd be great to get that up around, you know, well, we've next got, week or two. We have, and we've had oh, a couple we have of... a special one coming up that's just confirmed. Should we leave it at that? Yeah, let's leave it at that. We have like three or four in check. the in the bank right now that we just need. We need to cash a check. Well, basically, we've got we've got one coming up for sure that you won't want to miss because it's a famous person in town. Now. Yeah, infamous. And possibly even on the national level. Correct. And so you won't want to miss that. Um, so kind of keep posted. Obviously, we're available on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the yep. same. You know. And if you have questions, if you have things that you'd like us to talk about, like usual. Reach out, get all of us, jamesvilljamble at gmail.com. Still working on that website as well, so we're trying to get it done. But Yep, or just the Facebook, the Facebook or the Instagram or the MySpace. And the GeoCities platform. That's right. And if you search in Lycos or Webcrawler or Ask Jeeves even about the Jamesville Jamble. Or it, we may actually have a Jamesville Jamble little space on Netscape. SimCity 2000. Netscape. If you've got any three and a half floppy. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, Steve, I think it's time to jamble on. I think it's time to jamble on, Nick. Jamble on, Jamesville. <laughs>